Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sanford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing The Emperor's New Groove. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Vials of Poison. Looking for this? Is that my voice? <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my god, Isma is my spirit animal. She's classic in any iteration, whether it be old lady or cat. Yeah, basically. In fact, if you are someone who is purchasing a new kitten, can you please consider the name Isma? No. This film is incredible. The Emperor's New Groove is set in an Incan empire and it follows the young and self-centered Emperor Cusco, who is transformed into a llama by his ex-advisor Yzma. And for the emperor to change back into a human, he trusts a local village leader, Pasha, who escorts him back to the palace. He's a very unlikable 17-year-old emperor, isn't he? Yeah. He's got some redeemable qualities by the end, I think. Yeah, he learned some lessons. Yeah. And the main lesson was, doesn't look good as a llama. <laughs> so the film was released on the 15th of December in the year 2000. It was directed by a guy called Mark Dindle, who directed Chicken Little. And he also led all the special effects for The Little Mermaid and The Rescuers Down Under. And the budget for the movie was $100 million. The box office gross for this was $169 million. So it made back its money but not by a lot apparently before emperor's new groove was made they were hoping that this was going to be like the next lion king Mm. um but obviously it just didn't have that success and i mean only making oh i'm like only 69 million (laughs) dollars more is not that much is it no i mean not by disney standards no but yeah we appreciate it yeah and they've since made their money back so we run through some of the actors boom baby yes (laughs) So we start with David Spade, who plays Emperor Cusco. I knew David Spade from being in Eight Simple Rules. Yes. Which was like literally my like early teens. In a nutshell, you know. Yeah. ABC channel. Yes. We also had John Goodman playing Pasha. He is the kind of lovable, simple village leader. We know him from 
movies like The Borrowers, The Flintstones, Monsters, Inc. Now, did you know that Owen Wilson was originally going to voice Pasha? But he would later go on to voice Lightning McQueen in the Disney Pixar Cars franchise. So he had his moment. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes you think you miss out, but then something better happens. Exactly. We also have... Eartha Kitt playing Yzma, who just makes this film. Her delivery on every line is just absolute gold. I'm very excited for best quote. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eartha Kitt is known for playing Catwoman in like the 60s Batman series. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of the, I mean, even later in the film where Yzma gets turned into a cat, I feel like that's almost some like reference to that. Yeah. She also was in the Disney film Holes. She played Madame Zeroni. Ooh. Yes, mystical. And did you know Barbara Streisand was originally going to play Yzma? Yes, I heard that, but I feel like that would be a completely different character. Yeah, it would be. It's the voice. It's just, it's unbeatable. Well done, Disney. You chose well there. You did it. You did it. Finally, the last person we should probably mention is Patrick Warburton, who plays the lovable Krunk. Oh my goodness. Um, His voice is so iconic. Everybody knows him as Joe Swanson in Family Guy. He also had a role in the B-movie. Yes. Which is an iconic film for many reasons. So Patrick Warburton was in Rules of Engagement with David Spade. Right. So they have been working together for ages then. Yeah, and they've got that kind of, you know, back and forth and yeah, amazing, amazing actor. Right, well, shall we move into Best Supporting Character? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So now we're going on to Best Supporting Character. And I think we need to start with our dear old friend, the old man who gets thrown out of the window for ruining the Emperor's groove. The groove! I'm sorry, you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. And then it cuts to a wide shot of the palace where he's being chucked out the window. And the old man is like, sorry. <laughs> I literally like, feel so sorry for him. Pasha sees the old man wrapped up in all like the drapes yeah. that hang outside the palace. <gasps> what happened? Well, I threw off the Emperor's groove. <laughs> what? His groove. The rhythm in which he lives his life. His pattern of behaviour. I threw it off and the emperor had me thrown out the window. Oh, really? I'm supposed to see him today. Don't throw off his groove. The groove. (laughs) Beware of the groove. (laughs) Obviously driven to insanity by living in a land that is run by a petulant 17-year-old emperor who just does whatever he wants. Literally, this poor man. Yeah, we feel awful for the old man, but not awful enough that we're going to award him best supporting character because we have some other gems. Yeah, definitely. So the next character that I want to talk about is Tipo. Yes. Who is Pasha's son. And he's so cute. He's adorable. Like he is so, so adorable. And there's that really funny line where he doesn't believe that Isma is the great aunt. You don't really look like my great aunt. You look like my great, 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 great. And then it fades. And then it comes back to you. Great, 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 great aunt. Kids honestly just say whatever they think, don't they? Definitely. And I've got some best quotes for him later on. We should also shout out the squirrel that pops up a few times in this movie. Yes. 
So we start off when Cusco as a llama is kind of trekking through the jungle, trying to find his way back to the palace. But it's dark and scary and there's a lot of predators around. The squirrel comes along and offers Cusco an acorn. Oh, for me? And the squirrel's like, (laughs) And then Cusco throws the acorn back at the squirrel. He's like, hit the road, Bucky. And the squirrel retaliates by getting a red balloon and popping it right in front of the sleeping panthers. Yes. I love a squirrel with sass. I mean, in real life, squirrels are terrifying because they have no fear. Easily, I feel like they would just jump on you. Oh my God. I actually feel like if squirrels knew how frightened people were of them, they would literally take over the world. Full on like Willy Wonka situation where they like pull Veruca salt down the hole. Oh my God. That could happen to you in Richmond Park. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going there again. Isma's like, are you talking to that squirrel? I was a junior chipmunk, uh, and I had to be versed in all the woodland creatures. Please continue. <laughs> this poor little guy's had it rough. Seems a talking llama gave him a hard time the other day. Oh, a talking llama. Do tell. <laughs> oh, he doesn't really want to talk. Well, then you ask him. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. He hates Isma. Yeah. Hates Cusco. I think he's got good animal intuition. I think so too. Very, very clever squirrel. <laughs> um, we should also shout out to Kronk because yes. he is hilarious and like very loyal to Yzma, despite her being awful. Yeah, he's like an amazing chef, isn't he? He is. He invented the spinach puff. <laughs> Empanadas, I think they're called in real life. Yeah. Well, I don't often see a spinach puff. But when I do, I think of Kronk. I think of Kronk, yeah. And he just jumps into the kitchen at that diner, making himself right at home. He's also easy on the eyes. We should give him that. Someone's been using a gua sha because that chiseled jaw? Kronk? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, honey, I know. Yeah. I've seen on Google Images, people have dressed up as Kronk and Yzma for Halloween, <gasps> which is so fun. And I would suggest that we do it. However, I'm sure you don't want to look as pale as a ghost. And I don't necessarily have the same body build as Kronk. I think I'm more of a llama myself. (laughs) (laughs) I look really good with a poncho. Yeah, maybe one for another day. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of arm day. He needs to like do a bit more legs. Maybe catch up on the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. And the last person that I kind of wanted to talk about was the Mudka's Mud Hut waitress. <laughs> yes. Her voice is kind of like this. Ordering three paw combos, extra bacon on the side, two chili cheese samplers, a basket of liver and onion rings, a catch of the day, and a steak cut in the shape of a trout. You got all that, honey? And then Kronk's like, three oinkers, wearing pants, plate of hot air, basket of grandma's breakfast, and change the bull to the gill. Got it. <laughs> Who is ordering a steak cut in the shape of a fish? What? Uh, Who knows? (laughs) But I dare anyone who's listening (laughs) right now, next time you're in a restaurant, just order it and see what they say. Yeah. I'd love to see what comes out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We have to award best supporting characters to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I think we're both in agreement that best supporting character from The Emperor's New Groove has to go to Yzma. Yzma. She is living proof that dinosaurs once roamed the earth. Yes, and she invented cucumbers on the eyes. (gasps) She did! And also invented fashion. 
but we'll get into that (laughs) (laughs) um no she is brilliant i would happily be ruled by her do you think yeah i mean you know a bit evil but she knows what she wants my problem is i don't really like the color purple (laughs) yeah i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't like my flag to be purple okay well you can go home We can go off a waterfall. <laughs> yeah, fine. Honestly, throw me to the alligators. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Yzma is just iconic. Her mannerisms, her expressions, even that little bit of green stuck between her teeth. Ugh, iconic. Yes. What a woman. <laughs> she just really doesn't give a fuck, does she? No. Like, even when she is sitting in Cusco's throne talking to that peasant and she's like it is no concern of mine whether your family has what was it again um food you really should have thought of that before you became peasants (laughs) interesting thought process but you gotta respect her for it a hundred percent so in the original writing of this film Isma's dad was the palace mortician, which is like an undertaker. And so it explains why she knows so much about like magic and like the poisons and stuff like that. And why she's kind of like kept a youthful appearance despite being really old. Oh, okay. And it's kind of touched upon in this song that was cut out of the film, but can be found on YouTube apparently, <gasps> um, which is called Snuff Out the Light. Ooh. Mm. Okay, guys. Everyone take a three minute break and let's all listen to Snuff Out the Light. It's a hit. So next up, we have most iconic outfits. And what I love about the outfits in The Emperor's New Groove is how colourful they are. Yes, the Aztec vibe is really cool. I love a statement earring. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There's a lot of them. Cusco's got those gorgeous kind of like turquoise long... Discs? Discs, yeah. Yzma's got her lilac ones as well. And you know, in those earrings, you'll see the Mickey Mouse symbols. Hidden Mickeys. Yeah, mm. Disney love to do that in their films. That's great. Oh God, I need to rewatch it then. Yeah, there's some other little accessories too in this film. We've got Kronk's little yellow hat. Yeah. We've got the Mexican sombrero. Uh, I mean, they love a hat in this film. Like, Cusco's yeah. got his half-sun cap as well. Yzma's mm-hmm. got her, like, amazing... Is that kind of like a feather headdress type yeah, scenario? Yeah, it's kind of like a reptile. With lots of, like, feathers poking out around her neck. Mm-hmm. I think my favourite iteration of Yzma and Kronk's outfits are their lab coats when they go down to find the poison yes black gloves turquoise headbands and like aztec print yes and that is something that i've seen replicated so many times for various halloween parties or or, you know disney conventions it's a really nice like alternative in a room full of Elsa's, be lab coat Yzma and Kronk. Oh my gosh, 100%. Get those black goggles on and then recreate that line, which is like, feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have? Kronk wakes up when they're camping and he's got his like little PJs and he's like matching his teddy bear. And he's like, oh, that peasant forgot to pay the check <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of like a, like a long stripy nightgown, right? Mm. And the... Teddy bear has the same gold hat as him. Yeah, exactly. So adorable. So cute. Oh, and slippers, of course. You can't. Although, who is sleeping wearing slippers? Kronk is. Oh, my God. 
Sweaty feet merch. Yeah. <laughs> Isma's outfit. Like, obviously, she keeps to the purple theme the whole time. Apparently, the colour purple is, like, often associated with, like, madness and royalty and is seen as the colour of death in Japan. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, so see, Disney really think about this. I mean, I think it does suit her, the colour purple. Like, I don't want to sound like an English school teacher, you know, when it's like, she wore the colour purple to symbolise death. And it's like, no, she's just like lilac. Yeah, and it <laughs> goes with her purpley skin tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we talk about most iconic outfit, we should just quickly spotlight Pasha's wife, Chicha. So beautiful. Honestly, that is what I want to look like when I'm pregnant. She is stunning. She's got like the long sleeves. She's got the cool earrings, the nice headscarf. Yeah. Stunning. Also, like, no offense to Pasha, but she's stunning. How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Pasha let loose. He put on some pregnancy weight. That's why he's wearing a poncho. Oh, yes. Conceal, don't feel. (laughs) Don't let it show. Oh my god. Of course, we have to give most iconic outfit to Kuzco when he's a llama disguised as a woman. Yes. So he's in Mudka's mud hut. He's got like his green poncho on, which he's obviously borrowed from Pasha. The hat, which he's also borrowed from Pasha. Tied up with a flower. Yes. Like a yellow flower with like a little red bit. And then he's got this stunning turquoise eyeshadow, red lipstick. Yeah. And then a matching fan. Yes. To his eyeshadow. Honestly, it really makes his eyes pop. And he's got a little, I don't know how he did it, but he's got a little perm. He's like curled his black llama hair into a little updo with hooves as well. It's hard enough with hands. (laughs) Maybe Babilis need to make some like hoof rollers. (laughs) But not only does he disguise himself as a woman, he really commits, doesn't he? He puts on the voice, the mannerisms. There's that amazing scene when they first come into the diner and the waitress comes over to take the order. And Cusco, as the woman says, we're on a honeymoon. And the waitress says, bless you for coming out in public. (laughs) Like, does she know that he's in kind of like a drag woman like i don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, it wasn't the most convincing female disguise was it Mm, can the sequel be emperor's new wardrobe (laughs) (laughs) hey now hey now has something very exciting to announce we've released a gift card and gift wrap collaboration with the incredible british illustrator zoe spry shut up excuse me No, our Princess Diaries card with Mia. It says, it's your birthday? Shut up! I love this so much. (laughs) (laughs) So if you stand some nostalgic gift cards and gift wrap and want to support the Zoe Spry and Hey Now Hey Now collaboration, head to zoespry.com. You will not regret it. I want this Meredith card for my birthday in October, please. Being young and beautiful is not a crime, you know. Ugh, a bit vain. That's also on the card. We designed these. How could you forget? (laughs) When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So next up is Best Musical Moment. And this film was originally intended to be a musical film. And so many of the songs got cut from the film as the plot kind of changed. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they are still included in the soundtrack. They are available on Spotify if you want to have a listen to the whole thing. So what we're left with are kind of like a couple musical moments. I guess the first one is the theme song at the beginning featuring theme song guy none other than tom jones tom jones <laughs> whoa sex bomb <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't always <laughs> isma should have walked out to that song <sighs> truly mr trick yeah what i love about that is that that song was written by sting but he didn't want to perform it because he was like no this song like opens the film it should be someone a lot more like younger and cooler and who did Disney get? Bloody Tom Jones, who is 11 years older than Sting. Like, they should have just had Sting sing in the first place. Yeah, literally. But I think it's just because, like, Tom Jones is such, like, a showman, isn't he? Well, yeah. And it definitely works. I love the theme song guy that they've actually animated into the intro with his bright ginger afro, I guess. Yeah. He's kind of never seen again, is he? No. <laughs> he probably threw off the groove or something. Like yeah. There's a deleted scene we didn't see where he just got thrown out the window. Yeah. He's like, perm gets stuck. Oh, I'm not boy. supposed to get my perm wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have watched Legally Blonde. <laughs> you yeah. would have known. <laughs> I really want to say this as well. This film has some lovely ASMR. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, in the opening scene, obviously, it's Cusco the Llama being all sad He's like stuck in the jungle mm. and the rain is just pouring down. What does he say? Like, like Yep, that's me. Like, oh, wonder how I got here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love the sound of rain. Yeah, the sound design in this film is, is really, really strong. So I feel like Disney should kind of cut that, put it on YouTube as a separate <gasps> thing and get lots of listens. Like a one hour loop of that scene. Yeah, not like Disney need any more money, but <laughs> do <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know who else is brilliant at... Kind of creating their own music. 
Kronk. When he has um, smuggled an unconscious Kuzco, who's now a llama, with the intention of throwing Kuzco off of the, the palace's fountain. And he's kind of sneaking around, doing his own, like, which was just improvised by Patrick Warburton. But Disney loved it so much that they actually had to create a contract that expressed that Disney owned that theme music. Like, the humming rights or yeah. something. Like, like... <laughs> Honestly, the things they think about. I know, I know. But then, you know, what did they think? Like, oh, Patrick Warburton would be like, well, you need to pay me for my my musical talents. Really? He did get his own spin-off, Kronk's New Groove. So maybe it worked. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Clever Patrick Warburton. Yeah. I can't hear his name without thinking of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Is he from the same family? I don't know. Let's get that... Family tree out. Yeah. I, I always. <laughs> Have you had that like giant crumpet? No. It's almost too much crumpet. Oh. You know, it's like a lot. You don't want to ruin the taste of a crumpet by having too much. Mm. So pace yourself. Just buy the normal ones. You yeah. Know? And just eat six of those. Yeah. Don't listen to the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Miss Piggy. I want to eat this big crumpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does she speak? Oh, 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 Kermie. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like we're not going to be invited to review the Muppets <laughs> anytime soon. No, well, fine. But that's none of my business. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see what you did there. Lovely. You know memes? You know memes from like 2013? Mm-hmm. You know Lipton tea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, I think that best musical moment should be... The happy birthday song at Mudka's Mud Hut. Yeah, you know the one. One, two, three, four. Happy, happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. We wish it was our birthday so we could party too. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Same. And you know, because the song "Happy Birthday" is technically copyright. Although I think actually is now it? it's a part. The guy who wrote it. Yeah. You, if you wanted "Happy Birthday" to be performed in a TV show or a film, you'd have to pay for the rights. You pay the family of the guy who wrote "Happy Birthday." Isn't that so weird that one day someone just wrote "Happy Birthday" and then the whole world knew it? It's like what everyone uses. That is crazy to me. Can we just do a mini deep dive live on air right now? I just really want to find out how that even happened. What? Birthday song. Hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. So, Happy Birthday to You is a song traditionally sung to celebrate the person's birthday. According to the Guinness World Book of Records, it is the most recognised song in the English language, followed by... Can you guess? No. But he's a jolly good fellow. Oh my god. <laughs> Classic. And the melody of Happy Birthday to You comes from the song called Good Morning to All, which has been traditionally attributed to American sisters Patty and Mildred J. Hall in 1893. Oh, and now the song is in public domain of the US and the EU. Oh. So now you can use it without having to pay. Right. That is crazy to me. 1893 is when it 
was invented, which wasn't that long ago. What? That's like 130 years. That's so crazy. Why have we never thought about this? I don't know. Wow. Well, don't say we didn't teach you anything, dear listener. Yeah. Hey now, hey now, podcast. Hey now, hey now, hey. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Hey now, happy birthday. Hey. That was almost good. Okay, so now we're doing best quotes. Now, this is really our time to... (laughs) (laughs) Happy, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should rename the section best easement quotes because everything she says is amazing. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, she should have just been emperor from the start. One of my favourite quotes from her is, and it's the way she says it. A llama? He's supposed to be dead. (laughs) Honestly. She's amazing. I really want to go to like an alpaca slash llama farm and be like, a llama? And to see if anyone notices. <laughs> kind of like, if you know, you know. Yeah. Soon after that line, Yzma says, take him out of the town and finish the job now. And Kronk goes, what about dinner? Kronk, this is kind of important. How about dessert? Well, I suppose there's time for dessert. And coffee? All right. Quick cup of coffee. Then take him out of town and finish the job. <laughs> so there's another back and forth between Isma and Kronk, which oh. I love. Oh, yeah. So is everything ready for tonight? Oh, yeah. I thought we'd start off with a soup and a light salad. Not the dinner, you know. All right. The poison. The poison for Cusco. The poison chosen especially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. That poison? Yes, that poison. <laughs> Got you covered. Excellent. A few drops in his drink and then I'll propose a toast and he'll be dead before dessert. Which is a real shame because it's going to be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Towards the end of the film where Yzma is threatening Kuzco and Pasha, she kind of of bends over to reach for something under her dress and she says, I bet you weren't expecting this! And reveals like the top of her thigh. And they're like, and she's like, no, this. And then realizes that she's now revealed uh, like a dagger. But honestly, the top of Yzma's thigh is far more frightening than a dagger. Oh my God. There's that point where some of the other guards have like been turned to animals. Mm-hmm. And Yzma's like, get them. And then this guard who's been turned into a cow is like, hey, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? You're excused. Anybody else? <laughs> no, no, we're good. Then get them. <laughs> Till the cows come home. Yeah, funny. Cusco has a couple of great lines. David Spade's delivery, just the sass and everything. It just makes the character. Mm -hmm. When Cusco and Pasha are tied to the wooden log and they're kind of floating down the river, Cusco kind of says in in that deadpan voice, don't tell me, we're about to go over a huge waterfall? Yep. Sharp rocks to the button? Most likely. Bring it on. During that scene, Pasha and Kuska are literally having the worst time. And there's that moment where they literally almost fall off the crumbling wall off the canyon. Yeah. And um, Kuska's like, ooh, I'm a crumbly canyon wall and I'm taking you with me. Well, not today, pal. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously like the classic, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. If you could see Emily's shoulder movements, it just, uh, it's amazing. Thank you. When Yzma and Kronk are at Pasha's house looking for Kuzco, I love the scene where Kronk is playing with the kids. 
and they're playing jump rope and they're singing 99 monkeys jumping on the bed one fell off and bumped his head and then Yzma interrupts oh she actually jumps into <laughs> yes. the jump rope as well <laughs> <Butter> cake. yeah <laughs> she's hiding something when i give the word we search the house and then Kronk replies okay but i still have 94 monkeys left to go <laughs> His commitment is really inspiring. I love that. Yeah, he's a good one with the kids, that old cronk. Yeah. And the kids have some really great lines as well. Oh my gosh, do they? So I love the bit where Pasha's kids are like, well, in my dream, dad had to kiss a llama. Yeah, like that would ever happen. It could. Nah, 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 I'm just imagining if anyone's been listening to this and kind of like mind wandered for a second and then has come right back in to because we get these lovely comments about the podcast and I just like I literally imagine being like okay I'm gonna give this hey now hey now a chance (laughs) switch off oh Oh my my god (laughs) blocked forever yeah I think we, we we deserve that we also have a scene where the kids are excited that Pasha's come home and the boy goes, Dad, look how big I am. I'm going through a growth spurt. I'm as big as you were when you were me. And then the daughter interrupts and says, That's not as impressive as my loose tooth. See? <laughs> and then, like the tooth is like wobbling. <laughs> you know the tooth? My favorite thing ever when I was younger was having a loose tooth. Wobbling a tooth. Honestly, the day it was wobbly was uh. the day it fell out. You know, when you like twist it. Oh, <laughs> ow! Yeah. Yeah. No, you'd push it with your tongue like, and just see how far you can stretch. Oh my God, I can still Hold feel it. Hold it back it. for a hundred, pull it front for a hundred. Mm. Yeah, I think I even tried tying mine to a door once. Now, I wondered if that ever worked. I, was, I think I was too scared to, to do that. Well, just take a bite of an apple and you're done. Yeah, and I think that's the trick. The day gets loose the day it should come out. come out i've never had to have braces and then the best bit is when you have one tooth missing and you can use a straw <gasps> yeah nice should we try it today do you want me to knock a tooth out i'm um, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that tipo says which is obviously pasha's child is dad i ate a bug today oh was mom baking again yeah don't tell her i said that <laughs> i heard that <laughs> Which I love. Um, there's that rapport with the townsman and Pasha when he's walking back up the hill to get to his house. Yeah. And one of the townspeople is like, hey, Pasha, you missed one of your relatives. My relatives? Yeah, we just sent them up to your house. What did they look like? Well, there was this big guy and this older woman who was, well, how would you describe her? Uh, scary beyond all reason? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That is the line that everyone uses to <laughs> describe Yzma. And you know what? Accurate. Accurate. I always love it. Everyone knows she has that secret laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we need to award someone for best quote. And I think it does need to go towards Yzma. Pull the liver, Kronk. Wrong liver. Why do we even have that liver? <laughs> Why do they have it? Why? You're asking for an alligator on your butt. For a secret lab. How have they got that entire like roller coaster basically hidden in the palace to take them to the lab? It's a pretty tall palace, but don't you think that Disney need to make that into a ride? Oh my gosh. Like, honestly, I think with the suggestions that we're coming up with on the show, we could create our own theme park. 100%. I would like some royalties, please. (laughs) Okay. It would be like, three, two, one, pull the liver! Straight down the... The shoot. Yeah. 
could be like a water. It could be a water slide. Definitely. <gasps> right. We need to move on because otherwise this episode is going to be a hundred years long. <laughs> what is our next category? Squeak, squeaking, squeaking. What does that mean? Oh, it's Junior Chipmunk for Can We Discuss? <laughs> <laughs> So next is Can We Discuss? And I think you have identified a brand collaboration that needs to happen. Oh my goodness. Isma needs to have her own range of false eyelashes. Like Isma's falsies would be so popular. I'm surprised L'Oreal haven't snapped her up for like L'Oreal telescopic uh, <laughs> advert already, if I'm honest. I mean, they're a little bit spidery. They're long, you know? Long. Or maybe like lash serum, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, if she was on TikTok, she would be getting views because people would be like, what is that? Is that castor oil? Is that rapid lash? Let me know, you know? <laughs> Well, look, you've got two customers ready and waiting. So come on, guys. Exactly. She looks old, but she's looking good for 250 years old. For sure. Yeah. What I thought was really interesting when I was researching the film is that the project looked very, very different at the beginning to its final release. The Empress New Groove started production in late 1994, if you can believe it. They called it Kingdom of the Sun, and it was that kind of more traditional Disney animated movie. But by 97, after films like Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame were released, and, you know, they didn't do so well commercially, the Disney execs were kind of scrambling and were like, right, okay, we need something more comedic and less traditional Disney formulaic type films. Yeah. So the next few years, they were kind of just like writing and rewriting and recasting. And they brought Sting on to record the whole soundtrack, as we mentioned. And nearly all of his songs got scrapped from the final release. But I think they did such a good job. Like, this is funny. It's really funny. Oh, my God, definitely. And it was actually going to be made into an actual musical, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. I think they were inspired by films like... Beauty and the Beast and Hercules that kind of had that more like Broadway style. You know, it could be a real hit. Yeah. Oh my God. Musicals are so expensive. Can we discuss that for two seconds? Why? And you got to pay for interval snacks. Like, come on. And that is where they get you. I feel like £50 is the max. Yeah. Yeah. Now you had an interesting fact about Sting's involvement with the plot of the film, right? Yeah. So obviously, you know, at the end of the film... Pasha's village is saved from Cusco's water park. Yeah. Cusco-topia. Um, Sting literally went to town with the... Was that one of your trivia questions? Yes. Oh, no. Sting literally sent a letter to the Disney execs and like made them rewrite the end of the film because he didn't want Cusco to just make a water park on like another village. He was like, I've spent so much of my career trying to protect like indigenous tribes and stuff like that. I don't want to be a part of a film that's gonna essentially be like we've you know felt sorry for this one guy so we're just gonna destroy some other like indigenous lives yeah so that's why it didn't happen that's good that's all down to sting yeah i mean the palace is big enough to have like an indoor water park there's like waterfalls coming out the windows right Right, that is so true and if you're bored just ask isma if you can jump in her crazy laboratory (laughs) (laughs) you know right lover yes (laughs) 
So obviously in this film, you know, you've got all of these vials of poison, okay? Mm. And you can turn into all of these different animals. You know, all the guardsmen and everyone were turning into animals and therefore were animals who can talk. And it was making me think, like, when you were younger, didn't you want to be able to talk to animals so bad? Yes, so bad. Like, I had a pet hamster. I have two pet hamsters. And I always wish they could understand me saying, don't bite me. <laughs> Gotta feed you. Or like, let me just give you a little stroke on the head. Like, my finger is not food. Oh, my And God. honestly, if we just had one of those potions... It would have been perfect. Yeah. I just always found myself in those kind of like situations like, don't worry, you can tell me if you can talk. And if you can talk, I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> and they just wouldn't respond. Like, Ugh. if you're a llama who's listening to this podcast and you can talk, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review and write in the review section, I'm supposed to be dead. And then we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> and we will reward you with some spinach puffs. Yes. Delicious. Okay, so now we're going on to the trivia round. Um, do you want us, me to start? <laughs> do you <laughs> want me? <laughs> Sounds like I've drank some poison. Oh, I feel oh, good. Um, three of the animals that Kuzco turns into in the film are seen as toys in the scene when he was a baby. What are they? Oh, no. A llama? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> You threw off my groove. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. Parrot and a whale. Oh. Hopefully not a life-size whale. No. Oh my God, he's crushed Yzma. <laughs> okay, here's one. Why does Yzma decide not to go with her first plan to turn Cusco into a flea? She just thought it would be too much effort? It's something in relation to cost. Postage? Yes! Feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. Just save on postage. Because <laughs> she's like, I'm going to turn him into a flea and then put him in a box and put that box into a bigger box and then mail it to myself and then hit it with a hammer. <laughs> or to save on postage. <laughs> I'll just poison him with this. <laughs> so good. Okay, my question to you. When Cusco reveals that he's going to create Cuscotopia on Pasha's Hill, Pasha goes... But but um, where will we live? What does Kuzco say? Does he say something like, mm, don't know, don't care? How's that? Yes. Feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> He's so mean. He's actually got no compassion at all. He is such a brat. So here's one for you. Kuzco, Yzma, Krunk and Pasha are at the diner. Kuzco and Yzma walk into the kitchen and decide at the same time, oh, on second thought, make my potatoes a... Salad. Yes! (laughs) Feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. There's a lot of, like, revolving door comedy. Potato with cheese. Mm, Hold the cheese. Okay, no cheese. Mm, No, extra cheese. Okay, extra cheese. (laughs) I love that scene so much. So good. Yzma tells everyone in Cusco's kingdom that Cusco's dead. On what eve did she say that Cusco had died? Is it on the eve of his 18th birthday? Yes. Feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. On the eve of his 18th birthday. (laughs) So sad. sad. But he's fine. Okay, here's another food one for you. 
What type of omelette does Cusco try to order from the diner? A cheese omelette? No. Uh, I've got no idea. Um, in an earlier scene, it was stuck in Yzma's mouth. Spinach omelette. Yes! <laughs> feel the power. Oh, I could feel it. Oh. Spinach omelette? Ugh, love yourself. Yeah, I love a spinach and ricotta pizza. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you're ever in Greece, get the Spanakopita. Oh, yeah. Flaky heaven, baby. Oh, honestly. Feta and spinach. Delicious. Yeah, you can't go wrong, can you? No. Okay, so when Isma and Kronk go to Pasha's house, Pasha's wife is like, remind me again how you're related to Pasha. Isma says, why? I'm his. And then do you know the relation, she says. Great aunt. No. You threw off my groove. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. His third cousin's brother's wife's stepniece's great aunt. Oh, as if I was going to know that. I thought you were going to make that a trivia question. Oh my God, no. My questions are so easy. Mine are like, what's Cusco's name? (laughs) Cusco. (laughs) Hmm, interesting. Barney was just about to throw me out of the window into a waterfall. Sorry. I threw off his groove. <laughs> okay, here's my question for you. When Yzma as a cat falls off the side of the palace and she's like basically falling to her death, how does she get back safely? Does she fall on the giant trampoline? Yeah. And then she bounces all the way back. That's right. <laughs> I love it. And she's like, hey, I've got the poison. And she's like trying to open it with her little like kitten paws. Yeah. She can't get the cork out, which is why she's like, oh, you know, yeah. it's that kind of <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. My last question to you, you know, the scene where Cusco and Pasha are trying to go back to Cusco's palace. How many alligators were there when they fall off the bridge? Oh my gosh. Oh, this is going to be a complete guess. Five. Yes. <laughs> Feel the power. Oh, I could feel it. It's five. No, remember, no. Yeah, and remember there's like, like crazy amount of bats that like yeah. help them fly back up. Oh my God, that uh, that scene gives me anxiety. Honestly. Uh, and if it, if it isn't that, it's all those panthers that were trying to get him. Okay, my last question to you. There is a moment in the film where Yzma suddenly gets covered in chicken feathers. Can you tell me what happens next? Yes. <laughs> so these kids think that she's a piñata and just start like whacking her. She's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Feel the power. Oh, I could feel it. Love a piñata, but isn't it yeah, annoying? Like sometimes like it just doesn't open. You whack I it know. so hard and then you just whack off the string and then it's just a piñata. Oh, annoying. Or when it's your turn and like nothing happens and then literally the next person just like taps it and all the candy comes out. No. Oh. Ugh, rude. Right, well that about covers the Empress New Groove. Boom, baby. <laughs> We've reached the end of the podcast. We have. Thank you so much for listening. Such a classic. I'm so glad that we were able to kind of 
shine a light on it because it's underrated. It really put levers on the map, you know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast and aren't mean like Kuzco, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would really, really appreciate it. Tell us what you're loving so far in the season and whether you have any more recommendations for future movie reviews. Exactly. Something else we want to quickly discuss. Barney and I have done a gift card and gift wrap collaboration with this amazing British illustrator called Zoe Spry. We've got a Meredith from Parent Trap card. We've got a Elwood's card from Legally Blonde. You know, the classics. Just the classics. And they're so fun to give to friends or just to frame and put on your wall. Honestly, they look so cool. Yeah, we've made sure they look extra classy. You know, (laughs) I have class and you don't. (laughs) And also what's really good is that this is worldwide shipping. So this is not just exclusive to the UK. No, I hate when that happens, when something sounds amazing and it's like, oh, US only. Like, ugh. So no, this one, it truly is for everyone. So be sure to check them out. If you get any, please tag us on Instagram at HeyNowHeyNow because we'd love to see what you picked up. Yes, tag us. Like it will put us in the best groove. (laughs) Nice. Okay, shall we wrap things up? Mm-hmm. Press All right. the button. Let me press the stop button. <gasps> no! Wrong button! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.